Hello and welcome to the Fit and Feminist podcast with fitness and nutrition coaches Lauren and Lindsay. Our aim is to educate and empower women to take control and rebuild confidence with their health, fitness and lives. We have the fitness facts and no-nonsense nutrition tips you need for success with a hefty dose of feminism thrown in. With top bands and massive oversharing along the way, we hope you finish each episode feeling a step closer to the life and results you deserve. If you'd like more of us or have a question you'd like answering on the podcast, you can message us at Lauren Randall Fitness and at Lindsay Wells PT and Nutrition. All right, let's get started. Hello. Oh, hi again. Hey, hope you had a lovely Christmas. <laughs> it was fantastic, thank you. <laughs> a delightful Christmas. We're basically recording back-to-back episodes today, so that it's done over Christmas and New Year. So we're just totes pretending that we are beyond Christmas and that this is ready to go for yeah. New Year. But, but let's manifest a perfect Christmas. It was amazing. Couldn't have gone any better, just... All the food was delicious. Somebody bought me a month trip to Thailand, so... Oh! (laughs) A month trip to Thailand sounds fantastic. Imagine, imagine. What would I get? If somebody could buy me being able to be one of Beyonce's backing dancers, that would be great. Is that the goal? Is that the dream? Yeah, that would be the dream. What's she like as a person, do you think? I feel like you know her. I do know her. What is we she are like? best friends. <laughs> Tell me, what is she like? She's amazing. Yeah, is she? Yeah, she's really she's a good person. Down to earth. Yeah, she's a really good person. <laughs> she's <laughs> such a banger. <laughs> she's just, yeah, she's just everything. She's, she's everything that you would hope that she would be. If, um, you, if you met her, if you were ever lucky enough to meet her, yeah. you would not be disappointed. Why don't you hook me up, seeing as you're so... I'll angry. try, I'll try, but she's really busy. Yeah, I bet she's so. Especially this time of year, you know. Yeah, yeah. Christmas, New Year and I think that. it's really tight, actually, of her, that we're such good friends and she hasn't taken me on tour yet. Yeah, that's pretty hard. I think she's scared I'm going to upstage her, to be honest. Did, did Jay-Z cheat on her? Was that what that whole it period was about? Yeah, I think he did. Do you think? Yeah. Um, what? It's just that it's just that rap game, Lauren. That rap game. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time you guys have like a couple's dinner, invite me and Becky over, and yeah, I'd love we'll to do. meet her. Yeah, she don't. She don't even need to wear any makeup or anything. She's <laughs> just, you know, she's just there, keeping it real. Would she be your number one girl crush? Uh, now I don't know. I feel like I just love her. I think she's just amazing in terms of like vocally. Her talent, like, just, yeah. I can't even put it into words. She's just incredible. But do I fancy her? I don't know. Mm. She's on a pedestal. Yeah. She's like a god. I see this. It's actually yeah. inspiring seeing how much you, you, <laughs> you love Beyonce. To, right, if you went to see the Renaissance film, which you won't, because you won't, <laughs> but... You don't know my life. But if you did not... Put on a le- like a sequin leotard immediately after you watch that. I don't know, like, what's wrong with you? I can't imagine myself putting on a sequin leotard, but never say me, never. Me and Helen went with my sister to watch it, and you know we went to see the tour. I've seen her four times. I love her to bits. Um, you're a, you're a super, certified group. Yeah, but I'm not though. I'm not. I'm not in the beehive or any of that stuff. What do you mean you're not in the beehive? So she has a thing like of. Um, Mem- like a members thing that people pay to be in the beehive 
Yeah, she's like, what's called the Bayhive. Um, but that's them. You could get like tickets, like early release. I mean, they were extortionate. Yeah. But do you go and you're like so close to the stage? If the Renaissance film, she is like, um, it shows all of the fans because it shows all of the tours all over the world. And some of them, the efforts that they made at the shows was incredible. And they're all crying their eyes out, literally crying their eyes out when she comes out on stage. You're not that level. No, I mean, if I'd have been that close to her, I might have been crying. I would lick her. Like, I would literally <laughs> lick her leg. I mean, I'm not a massive fan, but I mean, I'd lick um, her too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I would have been pretty excited if I was down there. But, yeah, we, me and Helen, we, so we went and we were a bit like, Neh. like, in a moany Saturday night, like, having a cup of tea in the cinema rather than a drink. We were just not feeling very, you know, um, I don't Beyonce-ish. know. Beyonce-ish. Yeah. It came out, we were like, right, let's get out. I'm going to put all the sequins on, blow dry my hair. Yeah. Aww. It just, yeah, it was like one of those where you'll like just go, I'm mega inspired. Yeah, it was fun. She inspired the twerk. Anyway, this has got nothing to do with what the podcast is about. Minutes five of minutes of chat. Five minutes of waffle. <laughs> it's fine. What um, are we talking about today? Oh, right. Setting, setting New Year goals. Setting what are we talking New Year about? goals. Yes, that is what we are talking about. Well, we were going to do like a little reflection on 23, because that's always nice to do. Yeah. And how 23 went. And then, yeah, how, how 24 is going to look and how we can help you guys with setting goals and actually, actually achieving them. Yeah. Did you achieve your goals in 2023, Lauren? <clears throat> so I'm weird when it comes to setting goals, right? So like, I've been all over the place with goal setting. In 2022, no, December 2021, so not last year, the year before that, I had like an A4 sheet of paper and I had segments of like family, work, money, travel, health and fitness, like each segment of my life, a long, short and medium term goal and how I was going to get there on an A4 sheet of paper. This I is was in depth. Yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't colour-coded. Actually, it might, have been, it might have been. Last year, my goal, I remember saying, I just want to get through the year. I was like, I just want to get through the year without anything terrible happening or chaos or drama. I just want to get through the year. That was it. I was like, nothing crazy. I just want to sustain what I'm doing. That was it. I also did have flu. But it was, um, that was it. Right. I've got through the year. <laughs> I bought a house. Mission that was crazy. Yeah. But, but nothing, yeah. So I guess mission accomplished. But I didn't have anything that I really set in stone that I was aiming for. I was so poorly at the back end of the year. I couldn't, even, I couldn't even lift my head up, let alone think about what I wanted to achieve for the year. And then when January came around, it was just ca- I was just playing catch-up. And I just feel like I've probably been doing that since, actually. I feel like you've had a lot of illnesses this year. Yeah, it really have hit me this year. I don't know what's, what's occurring. Crazy. Yeah. And next year is Operation Get Hench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just want to be strong Henge. next year. So, 2024 goals haven't, again, haven't massively thought about it too much yet. I want to grow the eight-week group. That's the big thing, is I really yeah. want to grow, keep growing the group, take more adventure trips, like, abroad. Because we did Spain this year. Next year, we're doing Morocco and Spain again. Oh, amazing. Um, but I'd like to make it, like, four a year, eventually. Wow. So, more adventures, more travel with the group. Get hench. <laughs> right, I'll come um, to Morocco with you. Come to Morocco. Well, we're climbing a mountain. Ace. Mount Tuchel Mountain in May. How cool is that? Yeah. Well, so I need to train for that. Right, okay. But I haven't really set anything yet. Look. What about you? What were your goals for 23? Do you have any? Do you? <laughs> I don't know. I can't even remember. I mean, it feels a long time ago. Yeah, it's so does. I to write them down or we probably should have brought the... Uh, oh, a muscle-up. 
Muscle up and handstand walks, completed it, mate. Nice, mate. Really yeah. good. Yeah, so I've got those physical goals, they were my main two. But when did I break my toe? And that just totally scuppered all of my, like, Olympic lifting goals because I just feel like that set me back. And now there's just too many things to, to keep working on. I'm like, how do I ever get really good at any of these things without omitting all the others do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I'm like I really enjoy the variety of training that I'm doing so I don't want to not do any element and also you've got to keep on it's like spinning plates in it like mm. it once you've got the skill like you do have to keep just practicing it mm-hmm. to get marginally better at it over time I was just talking about this with a client literally yesterday um because we've just brought her back to trying her push-ups again she had a bit of a dodgy shoulder so come back to push-ups it's been a few weeks and she's like oh, I can't believe how much like I've lost it and I'm like push-ups and pull-ups for me are the two things that can go really quickly if I don't do them yeah and, I, and then she was like well how do you stay good at everything well <laughs> you stay good at everything <laughs> but like how do you how do you stay good at, at, at everything and I'm like you you don't you can't be at the top level of everything you can't fit everything in you've got to pick and choose so yeah. if pull-ups is what you want make pull-ups your goal and do it but you can't be doing pull-ups back squat deadlift muscle ups muscle like handstand like everything you've got to pick and choose at some point yeah by the way if you can hear somebody licking their lips (laughs) on this podcast (laughs) it is not me or lauren maggie has adopted lauren's knee yeah Uh, maggie is the dog again not the child um (laughs) she's decided that she's gonna be a floof and sit on lauren's knee yeah Um, she's so snuggly she's a licky dog this is just what I needed. She's not licking me. I don't like a licky dog. I don't like being no, licked. No, she's I very. Don't. Um, she, it's like I think because she's a bit blind. She just. Oh, it's the way that she like senses like like a fish like senses like <laughs> changes in the airwaves or gazing something. Gazing into my eyes. Oh, You're a garbless creature, aren't you? So have you thought about goals for twenty four yet, or? What's no, I think probably. Again, I am in the process of setting myself some things to do. Um, in terms of business but like I've got an event in January on the 14th which I'm hoping you can be involved in um, which I think I did ask you about and you were like I don't know what I'm like, doing I'm having a mental breakdown and that's my yeah. birthday weekend yeah yeah so let's see everybody bully Lauren um, <laughs> and yeah so that's the first thing and then I've got this competition and then yeah I feel like just I need to do January and then I can be like right now I'm going to look at the rest of the year and I kind of set myself some you know whole year um things in terms of like how I want to grow what I'm doing or just be better at what I'm doing I've got a couple of courses on the go at the minute which I want to get completed and so that's like I've got I've kind of set myself up for the first few months of the year to just be like right get that done Mm. and then we'll look ahead yeah so in-person events are like draining in a good way it takes up a lot of your like mental energy because it's like the nerves of getting up in front of people, get making sure it's all organised and done right. Like when I, the lead up to my events, I felt like I thought of nothing else but that. Yeah, I got quite nervous. But it's just it. coordinating everything, isn't it? And because I want to do like quite a lot of, um, I'd like to try and introduce people on the January event January the 14th if anybody wants to come I am going to have the tickets out soon um and like there's a couple of talks which I would like again to do some panels on like myth busting um and then we've got somebody coming to talk about um like skin and you know it's very female um but like how to make you know the most of yourself in terms of like if you wear makeup for example and 
how that changes from your 20s to your 30s to your 40s to your 50s depending on you know your skin type all that stuff so um yeah bits like that but also like to introduce people to barbells to introduce people to using cables and pulleys to um handstands like you know just make it fun and varied and for people to go oh i just want to have a little try at that and see if i can do it if i enjoy it like if if they've never been in a situation before where they've been like i've seen us i've seen somebody doing a snatch and i really would like to have a go at it but i'm not sure how to even start Mm. do you know what i mean like so it'd be like sort of more tasters but trying to actually coordinate that so that everybody will be able to do it in a safe and effective way Mm. is like that's one of the things that's yeah taking up quite a bit of time the rest of the stuff i feel like it'll follow but i've had to say i'm doing this on the 14th and actually post it because otherwise i was like oh shall i do it shall i do it shall i do it shall i do it i was like no Lindsay, you've got to just do it yeah and just put it out there and then you'll crack on rather than yeah deliberating and then leaving it till first week in january and not giving yourself the option anyway yeah putting a date on things is so important i thought your dog was being on the carpet but it's just like no they're just being (laughs) um putting a date on things is so important there's like it's two sides of the coin isn't it if you put a date on things maybe you feel like it depends what the goal is so for people to be like i want to lose x amount of weight by a certain date i don't recommend doing that generally but having a date for like getting some shit done is also really helpful to actually make you have to get that shit done in time so it's kind of yeah so let's begin with our points then and i think yeah, you had a really good starting point for this. So. Yeah, yeah. So how to begin with basically setting goals and making sure that you're going to get to them. So my first point is to make sure that you actually know your values. Oh, Lauren, values again. Yes, values again. Um, because if you don't know your values, then how can you base any goals if you don't know what you're doing and why? So like your values are essentially going to help you figure out why you're doing what you're doing, what really, really, really matters to you. Off the back of knowing that, you can then set goals based around what really, really matters to you, like your core values. So if you're setting goals left, right and centre all over the place and none of them are in line with your values, then you're going to end up eventually not probably giving many shits about the original goal because it's not actually in line with what you really want. And if you've ever set goals in the past at New Year or every year you set goals and you never follow through, perhaps it's because it doesn't really align with what your values are. So my first point is to do some values work yeah i would agree with that um i think it's sometimes you do something like lauren said for the the wrong reasons so maybe you've seen somebody else doing something and you think oh that looks really cool and so i want to have a go at that but actually when you get to doing it it's like oh actually i don't really enjoy that i don't want to do that or you're doing it because you feel like you should um and i think really life's too short so try and keep things specific to who you are what you want and what is realistic within your life really because say somebody for example sees you doing handstand walks and they're like that's wicked i want to do that they might love the handstand walks they might love that but they don't realize actually the time and practice and how long it takes to do it and it's that usually what gets people it's not the handstand walks isn't enjoyable it's the fact that they don't realize it's going to take them 12 months of doing it three times a week to get there Mm -hmm. and it's knowing that the work that you have to put in to get your goal is going to be hard no matter what you do so that's why it's important that you know your why behind it so like Lindsay obviously has her own why's about why she wants to do the gymnastics moves but if yours is because it looks cool because Lindsay's doing it you probably will burn out pretty early days of training for that yeah 
Um, just as an aside again, do- the dogs are being like Frankish usually. <laughs> yeah, they're the all dogs, over the place. The dogs normally are asleep. Today, we're going behind the Christmas tree. <laughs> we're knocking off baubles. We're scratching the carpet. <laughs> we're stretching out. We're licking our lips. We're doing all sorts of things. So sorry about the total interference of animals. That's what they say, isn't it? Don't work with animals, our children. Mm. Um, yeah, nightmare. I think actually, your what's your next one? Because mine are very sort of specific <clears throat> to like how to the specifics of yeah, yeah. Of, of like laying yourself a good foundation of of it. But I think yours actually are very behavioural. Yeah, mine's kind of like the lead up to setting yeah. the goals. So like so my next let's point. Let's do yours first. So we've done like the setting the val- like getting the values. Then you had mentioned about um, making sure it's right for you and not for somebody else, and that it's aligned with values and whatnot. And then my next point is to make sure that it's based around your current circumstances and situation. For example. Last year, your goal might have been to run a marathon in 2023, and you might have done that. That doesn't necessarily mean that setting a goal to run another marathon in 2024 is right for you. Like, your 2024 might be looking crazy. You might have a baby. You might be moving house. You might be getting a new job. You might be moving abroad. Like, you've got to look at your situation and circumstance in your life this year and what's coming up. So setting the same goals as last year or, oh, I've, you know, I ran a marathon five years ago, so I'm going to set as another goal, like, might not be realistic if you don't have the time to train for a marathon. It might, go, might be a great goal for some people to set a goal as a marathon, but if it's not going to fit in with your schedule and your life, then it's not going to be a great goal to set. And if you're trying to cram in something that is going to just be overwhelming and by February you're just burnt out by it, then it's not necessarily a great goal to again accept. it's like that thing of you know with the food side of things as well you just end up resenting the process mm-hmm. um because it's like you can't fit it in it the progress is really frustratingly slow it feels like hard work and it, you just end up not enjoying it i think that's it's really important when you set yourself a goal especially something big like a marathon or even you know a 10k or whatever it is from whatever your start point is if you've never done if you've never run before and you go oh I think I should start running again and then you know you set yourself a big goal like that 5k like doing a 5k is like that that'll be your starting point um you know we'll come on to sort of like how you break things down as well further on into the podcast but yeah it's I think the the actual process and and setting yourself up for success in the first place is mm-hmm. is really really important with any whether it's health and fitness work related yeah yeah it's finding the balance between what is going to challenge and push you and get you working and going and what's actually just not going to be realistic for you this year just yet and it's just finding that balance so it was just a point to make about um what's your year looking like what are your circumstances like you know do you have two kids now that you didn't have last time you mm-hmm. set the same kind of goal? So yeah, just, just being realistic with yourself and looking at the whole, your whole life and what's going to work. So what's your first point? Once they've done the background work, we're yes. setting some goals. How are we going to achieve these goals? Write them down. Write them down. You cannot have a goal in your head because as you know, I don't want to just say as women, but generally, like, there is so much going on in life. Like, I feel like I have got 75 tabs open. And Ada opened my phone the other day and she was like, Mommy, why have you got so many tabs open on your you phone? Literally I was like, have so many Because tabs. this is literally my head. Like, it, and she was, she was like, There's about 30 tabs. And I was like, 
Yeah, because it, this is where my, this, that's a rep- accurate representation of how my head is right now. And it's all the little things that you don't even really give enough attention to or, you know, you, you don't think about. Um, stupid stuff, like the jobs that you've got to do before Christmas. Like, have you wrapped all the presents? Have you lost any presents? Have you remembered to get such and such something? Or then somebody else turns up with a card that you didn't expect and you go, oh shit, I can <laughs> need to get them a card. Like, and then, you know, what are we having for dinner? How much wine will we need? Like, and this is all like for total first world problems. But then in the background, you've got your work stuff. Like you're trying to keep on top of your laundry. All of that other stuff that you get, you will get lost in your week to week. Um, and it's like once Christmas is over, then you kind of right you're back it you're back on it. But the kids go back to school. Like for for a lot of parents, it just go, starts that cycle again. Yeah. So, and I would imagine the majority of people who are listening to us will have you know family. If you don't have um, a lot of family around you, you've probably got quite a few friends. You've almost definitely got a job, you know. And if you've got a job, you may well have kids as well, you know. It's all of these things thrown into the mix together. You can't expect yourself to be able to stay focused on something if it's always getting put to the back of your mind because you've got other things that are more pressing, Mm -hmm. you know, day to day. So one of the things that I do and I have done for over Christmas because I've got this competition coming up at the third week in January is that I've set myself out a plan of what training I'm going to do specifically because I need these set skills by then um, and if I don't prioritise spending time on those things and if I don't have a plan and like it's something that I can go right Monday this is what I'm doing Wednesday this is what I'm doing like mm-hmm. then I just won't get around to it something else will come up and it'll get pushed to the back of my mind so yeah. if you've got some goals or you're thinking I want to set some goals just get a piece of paper out brainstorm initially and then go all oh, right okay these are three things that I can probably start working on yeah writing it down is was my first tip as well it's so important to write it out because it makes it more legit then like you've written it out it's not just floating around in your head as an idea you've got to write it down and make it tangible make it a real thing that you can actually see because you're way more likely to to do it if you write it down you're also way more likely to do it if you tell people about it yeah, it's your followers off. put it, it all over you. your socials yeah, it like, forces you to commit doesn't it yeah like you putting up a thing saying January 14th is the event like you've committed by telling people on social media now you've got to do it you can't not all right, Lindsay, you can't yeah. not do it. Yeah. So write it out, share about it, tell people about it. Um, yeah, that was what I was going to say. Yeah, cool. Right, next point. So write it out, get accountability was my next point. Well, that leads on from there. Yeah. It, I just don't think we need to get, go into it. Like, you are 99.999% more likely to achieve any goal if you have accountability. So if it's a health and fitness goal, having a coach. Or even if it's a life goal, get a life coach or a therapist or tell your partner, like do it with your partner, do it with your friend, like whatever your goal is, have accountability, tell people about it, have somebody help you, like make sure you are held accountable for it and you are way more likely to achieve it. Definitely. I think having somebody to support you as well, um, 
And there are two fantastic coaches just sitting right here, if anybody's interested. <laughs> Maggie, and <Lily. laughs> Maggie and Lily. Maggie and Lily will guide you through your life. I said actually to one of my clients this morning when we were talking, um, they're like, they start at six and they're like, oh, it's just so hard to get up, isn't it, at the minute? And I was like, Maggie doesn't struggle to get up. Maggie gets up. She is loving life. She's happy from the word go. Look at, Look her, at her little, little face. face. Like, we should all be more, more Maggie. Because she's just always so happy to be alive, aren't you, darling? Yeah, she's got a great Yes, life, my mum. My a really life. happy dog. <laughs> is that how she talks? Yeah, that's how she talks. Yeah. She'll share vibes. <laughs> yeah. Um, where were we? So we said, write it down, get accountability. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's if you've got... Um, somebody that you can, you know, feedback to. Uh, you know, if you if you can't, um, if you know, finances are stopping you from getting a coach, right? Which is all well and good. Me and Lauren saying get a coach. It costs, of course, it does because it's an investment in yourself, and that's how you should see it. But that doesn't mean that everybody can afford it, and we get that completely. But you could use your social media as a way of keeping accountable, and you'll find more often than not people will support you and applaud you and be along for the journey if you've got the right people following you which is should be people who care about you then you're not going to get many people going oh god here she is again with her running mm-hmm. like if you start something like that and you go guys this is where i you know this is what i want to do this year like um any you know support would be appreciated i think you'd get a few people who go well done for getting out today yeah and doing they'll that. go oh i might join you yeah, as well and yeah. maybe we should run together yeah absolutely yeah. yeah having a having a little friend to do it with is always a benefit as well or yeah. you know i think people are scared to tell people because they're scared if they don't do it then yeah. they failed and they don't want to fail publicly so people keep their goals to themselves because like well if i tell people i want to run a marathon and i don't run a marathon then i look like this and i've failed and i've let da 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 like don't give a fuck if you can. Like, try to not give a fuck about, about that because just trying is epic. Like, trying anything is epic. And failing is good. Like, failing is genuinely good. It means you've tried at something that's beyond where you're at now and you're reaching to be better. And if anybody is going to laugh at you for failing or not doing it or say something, then they're just a dick. Like, but who does that? Does anybody actually go... Oh, Lindsay said she was going to run a marathon this year and she hasn't. So I'm going to drop her a DM and be like, I thought you were running that marathon. Oh, you failed. Like, nobody does that. No. And people are so in their own heads, in their own lives, they probably won't even notice if you didn't run your marathon. I think the most of the judgment comes from ourselves, yeah. doesn't it, anyway? Yeah. And then you expect other people to think like you do, which most of the time they don't. Just so, think about themselves. Yeah, 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 and not in a not in a nasty way either. We don't mean it that in a nasty no, way. No, it's just how know. it is. We're thinking absurd yeah. about our we're own lives. We're all our own main characters, aren't we? So yeah. you know that's the way it is. So. Write it down. Get accountability. What was the next one? Well, um, I have um, break it down. Yeah. Break it down. Break it down, Lauren. That's me and Lauren doing pretending <laughs> to be scratching and mixing. Did you enjoy that? So cool. <laughs> We are so I do like that. Um, so yeah, goals sometimes, like a marathon, for example, we use that. That is a big goal, a big fat goal. Um, would be, you know, work backwards. So we've talked about this actually a few weeks ago, didn't we? Of like setting yourself up and looking sort of where you want to be next year or where you want to be in six months time, nine months time, um, and then working backwards. So bring it back in. So it's that thing again of like zooming out and zooming back in. So it might be an idea. Again, if you're going from like zero 
Um, oh, my yeah. breath just went into my breath. Lovely, delicious. Oh, honey. You need to face the other way. Yeah, dog breath. Dog breath. Delicious. Um, Sorry, God. Um, is to then go, well, right, I'll start with, you know, regular 5Ks and then I'll build that up to a 10K and maybe I'll do a 10K race and see how I feel. And don't, you know, go out there expecting that you're going to be able to run and do whatever, you know, kilometre pace you want to be doing right from the get-go. Like, you've got to build up that, like, solid foundation. What is going on, Lily? <laughs> Maggie's trying to... Oh, Lily's always trying to open the presents. <laughs> So is there any for me down there <laughs> under the tree? Um, so yeah, think about. Uh, I'm not not only from like a psychological point of view, but from a physical point of view. If you're going from like doing nothing to then like starting running, like mm-hmm. are your ligaments and tendons ready for that? Like are your muscles ready for that? Like mm-hmm. is your cardiovascular system ready for that? Is your brain ready for it? Yeah. So you know, I think it's just like work yourself back and break down the goal into smaller chunks that you can then break down into. Mm-hmm periods of time as well yeah. so that you've you've got an end day and you have a plan to yeah. go forward with e- even a non-fitness goal for example like a lot of people have like reading goals for the year like you wouldn't or i don't think you would set a goal of like i'm going to read say 200 books this year in like or whatever something mad and then just hammer at it you'd be like right i'm going to read a chapter a night like break it down and work backwards like that and then go from there rather than feeling overwhelmed with the amount of work that you've got to do and then that is also why having a coach or somebody just to help you figure out and map out how that can look for you and work backwards to something that's realistic and achievable that pushes you but also is achievable you want to find that like right balance yeah completely um my next point was to have a starting point so you know where you're coming from so you've broken down your goals but where's your starting point so if we're using marathon for example what's the furthest distance you've run at the moment it's a 10k okay what speed was that it was an hour and five minutes okay like that's a starting point and then we build from there we break it down your kilometer times we build it up and you just need to have a some kind of starting point so you can look back and see where you've come from so if it's a fat loss goal take pictures now you might hate what you see in the mirror, which I get, and lots of women say, I don't want to, I don't want to look, but almost every client I have says, I wish I'd taken pictures at the start. Absolutely. So take pictures at the start, and you don't have to look at them, you don't have to set them as your background or anything, just have them to refer back to so you can see the progress that mm-hmm. you've made. That is helpful when you're feeling low, like low motivation, or bad weather, or bad mood, or you're just not feeling like you're doing very well. It's always good to look back at how far you have actually come and the steps that you've taken so whatever your, that goal looks like have a starting point and measure it you have to be able to measure whatever your goal is otherwise how do you know you're making progress yeah completely and i think that's another really important thing for when you do start working on something is that you can refer back and you can say to yourself well even though i feel like it's really marginal gains and I feel like it's so slow and it's taking so long for me to get to where I want to be and I feel frustrated because you're always going to have a crap training session or a week of low motivation with a fat loss goal or a week where you know you feel really tired and you don't or the weather's rubbish and you don't want to go out and run or you know whatever again your goal is um but going being able to say hang on a minute let me just look at what I was doing and I could only do two press-ups and now I can do five you know like you've got to be able to always compare yourself just to yourself and that's one of my sort of later points was to be patient and 
not underestimate the power of consistency um and also to to not compare yourself to anybody else because it's your it sounds naff but it's your journey it's your path and it is not helpful to be going oh well Susie's doing them already you know she's doing that skill already or why is she able to lift five kilos more than me mm-hmm. well Susie might have more train time to train than you have mm-hmm. or you know she might have been able to afford to get a coach and you you haven't so you know just they always think like you're doing the best with the time you've got, with the skill you've got, with the mm. funds you've got. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, just try and keep yourself in um, that mindset of like, it's your growth and your development. Yeah, just literally off the side of that, um, most, millionaire, most people who win the lottery go broke because they weren't millionaires when they became millionaires. So they don't know how to manage their money, they don't know how to manage their funds, and they end up broke. If I clicked my fingers and gave you the body of your dreams, within a few months, you would go back to the body that you are currently in, because that is where your habits lie, that is what you're used to, that's what you know. So if you think this journey is a long journey, it's so important that you are on it because you are learning the lessons to get the body you want. You're learning the lessons to run the marathon that you want to run. Like if you clicked your fingers and got what you wanted tomorrow and didn't have to learn the lessons to get there, you would not keep it. So if you're getting frustrated about how long it's taken, just remember that actually the learning and the journey, as cheesy as it is, is more important than the end result because that's what got you there. You're not going to get your end result without the learning lessons and all of that. I've been thinking about this in like my business recently, it's like, sometimes I look at things that I'm doing, I'm like, if I had just done that five years ago, I'd be in such a different place now. But I'm like, but I wasn't there five years ago. That's not where I was as a coach five years ago. I'm learning it now and I'm doing it now and it's all coming at the time that it's meant to be. Mm. And I could have clicked my fingers five years ago and become whatever I want to become back then, but I wouldn't have had the skills, I wouldn't have known how to build a website or, you know, marketing and socials and all of that that I'm learning. So even though it's could feel frustrating and it can feel slow it is important that you learn the lessons along the way yeah and that's part of that the importance of enjoying the process which was one of our first points wasn't it um that you know you 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 don't want to resent it and you've got to sort of keep an open mind and positivity Mm. about whatever you want to be doing and again that that applies to in business in your personal life in your fitness life um, in a fat loss life like whatever whatever your goal is um so we've got uh so of, of my points here that I've done so far so writing it down breaking it down and then I've put choose a focus so I think that kind of ties into what we were just saying of like you've got the starting point and then you go right well what can I do next like what's the next thing to tick off um and rather than like scattergun approach of like going well I want to do all these different things and I don't know where to start and then being just totally overwhelmed because you haven't set yourself a plan choose one or even you know maybe you're right well these are the three things that I want to achieve that are going to bring me the most sort of initial um, success and then you focus on those three rather than as I say, scattergunning and, and having loads of stuff that you want to be working on, but not actually working on any of them. Yeah, focus. Focus, baby, focus. My, my last point, actually, is about being adaptable. And this is actually huge when it comes to goals, because 
nothing is ever smooth sailing, all right? So say you've got your goal and you have your plan. It's all laid out. You've sat down with me or Lindsay. We've mapped it out. Great. We're so motivated. Let's go 2024. And then you get an injury or you get pregnant or there's a death in the family or you're ill or just life gets in the way and something happens. We have to be adaptable and you've got to be able to work around what's going on. It's so easy at that point to then just give up and sack everything off and not continue and be like, well, you know, I've torn my hamstrings, so now I'm not going to get the body that I wanted this year, so what's the point? Like, work with what you have. Um, be adaptable and don't use it as a reason to stop. Use it as an opportunity to figure it out, find something else. The goalposts might have, have changed or moved, but it doesn't mean everything is on hold. Like, what can you do while this is going on for you? If yeah. Not, yeah, if we're not adaptable, then we just end up crashing and freezing and getting nowhere. Like, if something comes up, and it will come up, I don't think I know anybody that goes through a year and is like, I never got poorly, nothing ever yeah. happened, it yeah. was smooth sailing, I smashed all my goals, there was no blips, no bumps in the road. That's never happened to any human being on planet Earth. So we need to expect that to happen, and we need to have a contingency plan and be able to adapt. Adapt, 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 adapt. Yeah, one of my clients has just um, she basically went over on her ankle while she was away one weekend, and she was about two or three weeks away from finishing like her twelve week um, nutrition coaching with me. Um, and she said, you know, if I hadn't have been doing this, I, I would have normally wallowed and just said F it, and I would have just gone felt sorry for myself and just eaten everything in sight. And she's like, I've put all these foundations in place that I'm like, I'm just gonna do what I can do now. And I was like, yeah, that is awesome. Like, you were training as well. And the gym she goes to had basically said, like, just don't come back until after Christmas, which mm. I didn't think was exceptionally helpful. Mm. Um, but I gave her some stuff that she could do seated. Like, I was like, just have, do some, you've got some bands, you've got some light weights at home. Like, let's just do what you can do if you feel like it. Um, but she was adaptable and she decided that she wouldn't feel sorry for herself and that she would just keep doing and controlling the things that she could do. Um, and I think that is, yeah, it is really, really important because life does get in the way. I mean, you know, we've had our own, um, you know, you've had illnesses. I mentioned earlier, or maybe it was on the last one. <laughs> it's <laughs> um, all merging into yeah, one. It's all merging into one right now. Um, that I broke my toe. You wouldn't think one broken toe would affect your training so much, but it does. Like, I couldn't heavy squat. I couldn't heavy deadlift. I couldn't do <clears> no <throat> Olympic lifting whatsoever. And so I had to change my focus. And I did. I was like, right, well, what can I do? And I'll work with that. And yet it was still frustrating. And I've still lost some strength because of that. But, you know, we just keep working. We just keep moving. And that's all you can do, really, is to just try and keep positive. And um, I think, again, that's another another reason to have a, a, a friend, a coach, somebody to support you, to keep you feeling encouraged and, and feeling supported and somebody who on your worst days will go come on you know suck it up or you know let's what can we do let's go for a walk or let's get together and have a coffee and just you can just sound off to me like it's really really important that you have people around you that um, are in your corner yeah and there for you yeah on, on those crappy days and weeks because they will come they will come they will come <laughs> yeah. um so my last one-ish, I think, is um, to make it achievable. Um, again, this is 
it comes down to sort of family life, lifestyle factors, time constraints, your job. Like, if you're thinking you want to train for, I'll come back to a marathon because it takes hours out of so your day. So life-consuming. I've had people who've done this in the last year and they're like, when they've done the marathon and they stop training, they're like, what, how? Like, I've got so much time now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know what, like, how I even yeah. managed like this. Like, you get your weekends back yeah. and your evenings. Because you're so running consuming. for, like, four, five, six hours at a time. Um, and these are people who run their own businesses, you know, and they've made time for it and made it a priority in that year. Um, and now, like, God, like, how did I do it? But, you know, you do. If you, if you set yourself a goal and you're really, like, determined to do it, you will do it. Um, but if you haven't got five, six hours spare, like, that's going to be... Is that a realistic thing for you to do? You know, if you're working and then you've got kids who have 17 different activities, are you realistically going to be able to go out and do yeah. that length of training? Or, like, you could do it, but what are you going to sacrifice, sacrifice for it? Yeah, because yeah. it's about prioritising, right? Like, you said they own their own businesses, so it's like, okay, so for that year, maybe their goal wasn't to grow a million-pound business, it was to do the marathon, because you can't... You can't tick all the boxes. And I mentioned at the start that year that I had like my A4 sheet of paper and had like my five segments of work, travel, and da 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 da, and all my goals. But you soon realise you can't do everything. Like yeah. you said, you can't do everything in the gym, you can't do everything in life. Like you've got to pick and choose like where your main focus is going to be. Trying to bring everything up all at the same level is really, really hard. Like it's not impossible to get everything improved over the year, like a little bit, but you're not going to be able to do everything at a high capacity all of the time and I think that's where people just get frustrated with themselves and want to give up because they've just set these goals that's like it's just almost too much mm-hmm. yeah um I've put here as a note to myself expectation versus reality and I think that comes back to um the point you were making earlier of like seeing somebody do something and going well they can do it so I can do it but again the reality may well be that you know you 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 can't (laughs) you know it might be that an injury an old injury flares up or you haven't got the confidence to do something or you have a mental barrier about something box jumps for example perfect example Mm. I've had somebody this morning who she could jump the plates to the same height can she jump the box no because she's getting in her own head about it so it's like how you know it's overcoming those barriers as well um and we you know in our human being messy lives there are a lot of different types of barrier um and and time is one and confidence is another and you know um like financial constraints that sort of stuff so it's like you know the the idea of something um, and being able to do something and wanting to do something can often be very different to the reality of actually what it takes to achieve it. Um, you know, all of these CrossFit athletes, they're not training an hour a day. Like, they haven't got the same, like, loads of washing and, um, you know, four, four or five kids to be driving around the town to uh, dropping them off at 17 different activities. Like, you've got to 
think about what your personal situation is and how you can organize it and what again coming back to the values like what is important to you what is really really important to you because actually sometimes that's what will it'll take to figure that out because you go down one path thinking that's what you want and it turns out that actually mm-hmm. it's not that important to you and that is also okay yeah that is fine we're led by so much of what, what we see other people are doing so we think yeah i want that as well but then actually what we see is the best of people people are putting up like their box jump their muscle up their when once they've achieved their goal they show it what they don't see is all the work and the injuries and the setbacks and the frustrations and the crying and everything else that got them to that point you do not see that people just see like the absolute tip of the iceberg you have to remember that when you're having those tears and moments and low motivation and thinking people are doing better than you and da 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 because everybody's struggling but nobody shows it so you've just got to remember that when you're feeling in the in the dumps with it yeah i did that's why i did post my handstand journey (laughs) because when i first started doing it i was doing like i couldn't even hold a handstand really i could hold it for about two seconds and then it was two steps and then it was four steps for ages and then all of a sudden you just start adding on more and then all of a sudden it feels like oh I'm quite comfortable being upside down and you know I still now struggle to breathe when I get to past a certain point because I'm like trying to hold tension 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 and then I'm like oh let the breath out and then you know sometimes I can carry on and sometimes I can't and it's like you know that's there's always something else and somewhere else to build to I was going to just mention one of my clients Laura who needs a massive shout out because and it was the first one the write it down she had it in a notes on a phone and she had these little tick boxes that she I'd encouraged her and a couple of others to set some goals for the year ahead for like their like what they wanted to achieve in the gym, what the you know, just general achievements. Um, and last week she got a hundred kilo deadlift, and it was like that oh, was I the last. That. Yeah. that was the last tick in the box. That was yeah. the last tick, oh. and she was like, "Look, these are all my things that I'd wanted yeah. to do." And be the patience and having it written down and keeping the consistency, and that's all she's done. And it's taken you know a year almost, but she's got that last tick in the box. So having the plan, having it written down, sticking with it, working on one thing at a time, and you know came back to not tested a one rep max for ages. I knew that's what she had in her head, Mm -hmm. and we got it done, and it was just such a lovely, lovely moment for both of them to PB in that session. But you know that Laura had actually gone. Oh yeah, I am. I have. I've written these goals down, and she's just Got been it. working yeah. along on them all mm-hmm. year. Yeah, and it's the consistency that yeah. you keep saying. But I think when you, if you say to somebody, "All right, two years consistent effort, you'll get to where you want to be." Nobody wants to hear that. No. People want to hear like, "Yeah, just smash it for three months, and you'll get there." Like people don't want to hear the long slog that it takes to actually get to the goals that they think. So yeah. like lots of people, this has come across really negative and like we don't want to set big goals. We do want you to set big goals, but want you to achieve them as well. And like lots of clients will say they want to do push-ups and they want to do pull-ups. Very different goals, guys. Very different. Push-ups are a lot easier than pull-ups and there's a, it takes a lot of training. It's going to take a lot longer to get a pull-up. So it's like... I want my clients to be able to get pull-ups and I'll teach them that and I'll get them there, but I'm going to set realistic expectations of it's not as easy as a push-up and it's going to take this and this and this. Like, let's aim for a pull-up in nine months, maybe. 
yeah. like it's it's a long-term process and i think if you can get your head around long-term processes and stay consistent you'll get less frustrated when you get the blips and the bumps you could be more adaptable like and you could think the longer term effort that it will require those are the goals that you know matter to you when you're like yeah i'll do this for a year or and two I'll just keep doing it then you know that it matters to you but if you're like fuck that doing more of that more than three months probably not bothered about it that much yeah and that comes back to expectation again and it's like if you actually set your style out initially and somebody says to you again your coach says to you it's going to take you nine months to be able to do that and if you can do it before that fantastic but like if you accept and um acknowledge that it's not something that you can just bam wake up and all of a sudden you can do it I was talking to somebody at the gym the other day and they're like, in my head I can do it. And I'm like, yeah, in my dreams I can do a backflip. <laughs> don't mean that it actually happens. Like, I can feel like I could do it, but my brain then, when I'm actually conscious, <laughs> tells me a totally different Not story. Today. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think if you, you go, well, I'm going to give myself a year to do it and then you do achieve that goal in nine months, ace, great, wonderful. But setting your stall out to have that patience and um that it it is going to be a long process you're much more likely to succeed because you go into just go into it with that attitude of like i'm just grinding grinding away grinding away i'm going to do the basics i'm going to do the strict work you don't want to be trying to jump and and skip sections Mm -hmm. um which again a lot of people like to do is go from like a to y (laughs) <laughs> without doing any of the processes in between and then wonder why you know the techniques off are they getting injured etc mm-hmm. so yeah I think we've covered everything there I think we have covered everything there have you got any I wrote down a couple of ideas in case people were like I just don't have a clue what I want my goals to be I came up with a few ideas but I guess it really ends up coming back to the values thing that we started with anyway because I could say yeah here's a good idea or here's an idea for you but if you don't give a shit about it then what's the point in uh in sharing it start with your values guys what do you care about what do you actually care about not yeah. what's going to look good or what you think you should be doing or what anybody else is doing yeah. like again, it's so easy as coaches for us to see obviously other coaches and what they're doing like or they're entering high rocks or they're running a marathon they're doing a triathlon or they're doing this comp or that comp or whatever but i decided a long time ago i was like if i don't care about it i will not enjoy the training and I won't enjoy it. I'm, what am I doing it for? It's not, mm. I don't care about that. So that's not what my goals are going to be. Yeah. I toyed with the idea of doing a marathon and then I ran 5k and I was like... <laughs> this ain't for me, darling. I don't think this is for me. <laughs> I just don't know how I would... Like mentally, physically, I think I could definitely do it. Because you can just do it, can't you? If you end up walking, you end up walking. Like a certain level of fitness, if you put a certain amount of time into it... You could probably wing it. You'd I've complete known, it. Yeah. I've known people who've who've done it with barely any training at all, with a good level of fitness. Yeah. Um, but I think the psychological game of a marathon for me, I would have to do something. I would have to do like the London Marathon, where you're getting pushed along by people. Oh, do you know 100%. what I mean? I phys- I'd have to have like a little Sudoku book with me going around. I don't know how people do it. The actual marathon day, maybe because of the adrenaline and the crowds yeah. and everything, maybe. But, like, the training for it, just by yourself for, like, hours. Oh, my God, I couldn't imagine anything worse. See, John was, like, he's been running with his mate, Andrew, and um, he was, like, I think we're just going to try and do a marathon round Harrogate. And I was, like, 
That would be the most soul-destroying thing I could ever imagine Should doing. Should we do it, Lindsay? If you could do that, I mean, absolutely hats off to you. Because there's no medal at the end. There's nobody cheering you on. There's no finish line. You just finish and that's it. I was like, do it was like, I think it's cooler to do it without... So that, that is so important that yeah. you said that because that matters to John yeah. and that's what he's driven by and that yeah. like intrinsic motivation. Yeah. Like you don't have that from running a marathon. No. I don't have that from running a marathon. <laughs> There's don't. no intrinsic motivation. It's all I external. Want medal, okay. Yeah, we want medal, we want cheering on. But that is so important. That's what John's going to get. That's why he's going to run a marathon because internally he's driven for it yeah. and it matters to him. Yeah. But it don't matter to us. We're not going to do it. No. Not I'm this a, year. I'm a mixed modality kind of person. <laughs> I like something 12 minutes, lots of different varieties of movements. Keep it interesting. Keep it, you know, keep yeah. my brain stimulated. Yeah, if you spread one foot in front of the other, One yeah. foot in front of the other for hours. Mm, I don't know. I don't know whether mentally. I feel like I should do it just to prove myself wrong. You know, that I prove to myself that I can do it. But the thought of, like you say, all of that training... And, and this is another point, guys. It's okay to not want to do things. <laughs> yes, yeah. you don't and back out of it. You don't <laughs> feel the pressure. Again, with, you know, social media will have people all over the shop in January going, right, I'm doing this now. And it's okay for you to actually not want to do very much as well. You know, mm-hmm. it, we, we are motivated people I think Mm -hmm. and we do have goals and it's nice to have goals and that's how you know that's what life is about for me is like you know making progress in whichever way that is Mm -hmm. that you are continually learning and and changing um but do you need to set yourself the challenge of you know learning how to waltz or (laughs) you know um I was actually going to be mine but can you dance can I fuck? So basically, the reason I asked you about your dance thing the other week was um, I set my eight-week group a challenge of doing something out of their comfort zones. There is nothing more out of my comfort zone than a group dancing situation, I think. Apart from, like, drunk on a night out, I'll fucking twerk and get on the walls, whatever. But that was what came to my head. It was, like, public singing or, like, dancing. So out of my comfort zone. Right. Fortunately, I couldn't make the times of your dance class, so well, I didn't do it. But surprise, that is like, surprise! Oh. I'm going to set you a little <laughs> private session up. Excellent. Do you know what? Actually, we should we should do a video sometime oh of me teaching you like football or something. We said this before, yeah. didn't we? Uh, yeah. We'll go down in the gym. You can teach me a little waltz. You can teach me how to do keepy uppies. Yeah. Or headers. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> What's your go-to dance? Like favorite dance type style? Commit like commercial. What is Do you that? know what that means? Have... It's basically like what you would would have seen on like MTV or back in that like what back in dance. Oh okay. Do. Yeah. It's called commercial dancing. Yeah, commercial. Oh, I learn something new every day. Yeah. Yeah, I like like street dance. The kind of music that I would. Can regularly... you spill your head? Do I what? Can you spill your head like little break dancing? Oh no, can't do that. Oh, me neither. No, sauce. Awesome. Um, do you know what else I learned today? Go on. What do you call a group of owls? Ah, oh, I know this, and it's now going to really upset me that I can't pull it into my head. Go on. Parliament. <laughs> what do you call a group of owls? Parliament. Yeah, well, I said it, so it doesn't count. John, John got it. Yeah, Parliament. Yeah, I, I that. did know that. I absolutely love owls. Yeah. Yeah. 
This is off topic. Yeah, done. We'll continue our chat about owls while you guys go and write some goals out and have a think about what you want to do. I feel yeah. like maybe we've come across on it almost like a don't set goals because you're not going to achieve them. That's not the vibe we were going for. More how to set them and actually achieve them. And the thing that I read today and have been thinking a lot about recently is actually sometimes doing less is more productive yes when you try and put too much pressure on yourself and there's so many things going on you're trying to cram it all in you've got 18 different goals that's where it gets hard and nothing really gets achieved sometimes pulling back taking a rest focusing on sleep just doing a little bit less than you were doing can be more productive it gives you more headspace more motivation just more time to think about actually what you want to crack the other thing is you don't have to set goals in January. No. It's just most people will go, right, fresh start, new year, new me, mm-hmm. you know. And, and so it is, that's why we've done this, really, is because we know a lot of people will set goals in January. And people, as much as we say, you know, you don't have to wait until after Christmas to start a diet, for example, we still have that mentality because it's ingrained. Um, and that's okay. But, you know, it might be that you don't know what you want to do in January. And so, you know, you can set a goal in March, you mm-hmm. know. But th- this podcast is here. You can always refer back to it. You know, oh, hang on a minute. What was that list of things? How, how should I approach this? Right, okay. I've got this idea. I'm going to write it down. Right, I'm going to break it down. Right, I'm going to make a plan. Right, I'm going to get some accountability. You know, and you just work through those points. And then, you know, again, by that time you might have really figured out that that is definitely what you want to do and you're super focused. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're not being neggy about goal setting. It's just (laughs) New Year's resolutions are known to be, aren't they, something that people start and generally will, by the end of January, it's that old thing of the gym, you know. January, it's absolutely ram-packed. You know that it's going to be ram-packed in January and then by February, March, it's tails off again and you get just your regular faces back in there. Yeah. And if you see somebody in the gym in January who you've not seen before, don't be a knob. Mm. Because yeah. everybody's just trying. Everybody's just trying. I was there once upon a time going, oh, God, all these new people on the machines. Yeah. And, you know, you, we have to be more generous with our thoughts and that and go, you know, these people are here trying to make an effort to start being more healthy, getting fitter, getting stronger, and that needs applauding. Or, if you don't want to be in a ram gym, come and train with me and Lindsay in our own private gyms. Go down to the ranch. Come to the ranch. Or Lindsay works in private gyms. So, I mean, don't even even sweat it if you, like, can't face the January rush. Yeah. We've got you. Can we get get private? Can we get some private time? Some private time. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note... There's a proposition for you. Yeah, we're going to get inundated with messages now. I would like some private time. With well, the especially video. after you said you like everything moist. That was on the previous well, podcast was, episode. Well, they've already heard that, won't they? And they've remembered it. They remember how moist I like everything from last week. <laughs> right, guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you had a cracking Christmas. Oh, that was a long one. Have a great New Year. And um, let us know if you need any help with goals and what, what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Right. See ya.